that's the whole thing with this, yeah? Like, I left um, when I was recording with Just. He was here, like, fucking damn near falling asleep. What, recording? No, because he was, uh, first time he was at home alone with his son. Where? And Just Ways. So we was here, we did the podcast. Yeah. And so it, ta- it started with him talking about that. Oh, oh okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, but it's Just Blaze. Like, why would you have to watch your own kids? <laughs> that's how most people think, though, right? No, uh, I hope you know? not. <laughs> what? Kids? What? That's how kids think? Come on, bro. They don't, yeah, they don't, they, they look at people that are athletes, anybody they look up to, not as normal. Yeah, I guess. Like, you, you don't have issues. I never really thought about it like that, though. Yeah, but you don't have issues. Yeah. Why not? Nah, yeah. You have millions of dollars. Yeah. Why would you ever yeah. have issues? That's yeah, how people everything. think. They equate it that way. Yeah. You get all the Jordans you want because you're... Because you're an athlete. Because you're an right. athlete, right? Oh, Everything's the, good. Everything's good. No problems. But that's like, you know, again, that's why we, we do this. Like, that's why it's all with my friends. It's not about doing this shit with just anyone. It's got to be with people we got a relationship with. Because that's the whole point. Like, when I, when I went through my depression, I didn't talk. And like talk to nobody about it. Yeah. Nah, I isolated. And I didn't talk to anybody. So when I came out of it, I was like, yo, I gotta talk about this shit. Yeah. And then once I did, people were like, you? Like, nah, you're always chilling, you're always good. I never thought you. But they're like, since we're talking about this, bro, I went through this shit too. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you get through that whole shit. So we're gonna jump right into this, man. What's good, everybody? My name is Dylan Salman, better known as Hawaii Mike. Sitting here with my man. You know, y'all might know him from a sport, <laughs> uh, but he's a he's a great father. He's a son, um, only child, right? only child, only yeah, child. Yeah. Um, you know, husband, great family, know them well. Um, but introduce yourself. Uh, what's up, y'all? CC Sabathia, pitcher for the New York Yankees. Uh, I guess Carson Sabathia. Um, yeah, there you go. It's my full name, but uh, I go by CC. Yeah. All right. Where's Carson from? Uh, Carson is my dad's name, so I'm a junior. Okay. My son, my oldest son, is the third. Um, and when I was a kid, like when I was born, like they were gonna call me Carson Charles is my is my middle name. Um, but my grandmother couldn't say Carson Charles, so she just started saying Cece, and that was like my name from since, day one. Since day one? Yeah. So I, I've, I've always had a nickname. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> so Vallejo, California. Yes, sir. What was life like? What was the home like? It was. It was. Uh, it was good. I mean. For me, you know, I mean, we always, everybody, we all have stuff in our families and, you know, different things like that. But, um, no, I mean, for me, I mean, I just, I grew up around a lot of love. I have a, I'm an only child, but I have a really, really big family. Um, My mom had seven or I think eight brothers and sisters and my dad had seven or eight. Um, So I have a lot of cousins. The whole city is my family, you know. So um, I grew up in in the Crest, Um, my grandmother's house on my mom's side. Um, we all kind of was raised out of that one house, and I was like one of the last of the kids to kind of get raised by my grand my grandparents, and you know my mom had me when she was pretty young, and my my parents anyway, uh, my mom and dad. So I was I was, you know, kind of raised on my grandma, and my mom and dad was more like you know brother, uh, like my brother and my sister. Oh, you for know? real? Yeah. So I mean, I had a fun childhood. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. Like just hanging with them. So, um, but yeah, it was a lot of love. And they still together. My parents, my, yeah. my, my father passed away um, 2003. He had HIV. Um, but uh, they had sep- they separated when I was 12. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I, that's what I meant. All right. Yeah. And then um, sports, man. How'd you, how'd you get to that? Man, my dad. 
Uh, my dad put, started having me play when I was really young. He wasn't an athlete or anything like that, um, but he had me start playing when I was like four or five years old. Four years old, I started playing baseball. Um, I don't remember when I started playing basketball and, and football and I played soccer growing up. Um, I think we all did, yeah. Yeah, AYSO I was. I, I think in, in NorCal, though, more so than everything, we all played soccer up yeah? there. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I, f- I sh- sure did, but I played in Hawaii also. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like that, was, that was my, my, my favorite sport. Yeah. I had the, uh, the most fun playing it, but um, so I, I couldn't play Pop Warner when I was a kid because I was too big. So they put me in soccer. So that ended up being the best thing for me. It was awesome. So you was always the biggest kid? I, was, I wasn't always the biggest kid, but I was a big kid. I was a big kid. <laughs> Did we let you play football? <laughs> no, it's a weight limit in Pop Warner. Still. Oh, still a weight right. limit in Pop that's Warner. So, right. And I wasn't like a – I'm not like a, uh, a lineman. You know what I mean? I score touchdowns and shit, dog. Like, I don't, <laughs> I'm not blocking for you, motherfuckers. So, uh, yeah, put me on the line. Was, they put me, they had, the, the first year I tried to play football I was in the fifth grade, and they gave me number 78, and I walked out. I was like, nah, this ain't You're not going to be a lineman? No, nah, I'm not a lineman. I'm a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and so, the one thing I want to talk about, how did you get to throwing lefty again? Pops. Pops. Uh, I played a year of baseball right-handed. It was trash. I was little, though. And uh, but you are right-handed. I'm right-handed. I do everything right-handed. Kick right-footed. I can bowl both hands. Basketball. I can probably you know I can do around the basket both. Um, I write right-handed. I eat everything right-handed. Everything is right-side dominant. It's just it's the so. How thing. do you start throwing left-handed? Just one day he came home with the glove and like that was like here it is. This is like and it was just so natural like it's just an easy natural thing for me. And after that like I would go in my grandparents' backyard. And I would set up like a folding chair, you know, like a folding yep, chair, yep. and then the hole in the middle. Yep. My grandparents had a grapefruit tree, and I would just grab grapefruits, and like that was my strike zone. And I would be back there, like pitching games and like with the grapefruit. But at, through at that what little age? hole, six, seven years old, maybe. And, and, and when you're pitching that game, what does that game look like? It's the World Series? Oh, yeah, it's the World <laughs> Series. It's, it's, uh, it's me as, as an Oakland A. Um, Vita Blue? Pitching, a, pitching against, yeah, Vita Blue, Dave Stewart, yep. uh, pitching against the Reds. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's like that was my visual <laughs> at that age at that age and at yeah. that point was you like i want to that's what i want to do yeah yeah I, I i didn't know if i wanted to play baseball like i, kn- I knew i wanted to be an athlete though but an athlete yeah for sure and then so how did you marcus get... allen bo jackson like raiders those was you know so those are my guys so my dad was a huge raider fan we always uh we would drive down they were the la raiders when i was a kid so we would uh, drive down Saturday Saturday night, yep. and like, and my dad had a big van, and we would, I would, I just remember like taking it, like going to sleep at night, wake it up at the tailgate, you know what I mean, wow. like in the Coliseum. So okay. it was like, that I'm like I'm a Raider, you know what I mean, like uh, that. It's just in me to be a, a Raider fan. That's dope. Yo. Like I remember waking up in the bass drum of the drum set when my parents were practicing. Yeah. Like, and then <laughs> I ended up in the music industry. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's funny how those just those things happen. Nah, I mean they they direct you right to where you want to go. You know. Yeah. So you played organized sports, and then I played organized sports my whole life. Yeah. And then what about high school? What happened? High school. Um. So my parents split up when I was 12 years old. Um. My dad took off, he, and, you know, my mom, um, we ended up moving in with my grandmother. We ended up moving in with my aunt first, mm. um, which is Darnell, you know, my yep. little cousin Darnell. Yep. So that's how uh, we ended up moving in with him and his mom and his dad, me and my mom. Uh, we stayed there for two years, and then we ended up moving in with my grandmother when I got to high school. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I just kind of took off and that's as an athlete when I was, like, 13. Um, uh, but to that time... 
playing baseball. We had some we, uh, from Vallejo, some really good baseball players from my hometown, um, some great athletes in general. And I was probably like middle of the pack mm. until we got like 13, 14, and then that's when I kind of like separated. And now, and now it's always been pitching though. No, I played no. first, yeah. You like, so first? when I got drafted like, by the Indians, I didn't know if I was going to be a pitcher or a first baseman. Like, I had no oh, idea. Shit, I didn't even know that. Nah, I had no idea. So, like, some of the teams wanted me as a first baseman. Some of the teams wanted me as a pitcher. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did you ever play first at all? In, in, in professional? In yeah. No. No, right? No. That shit's way too hard. <laughs> like, when I wanted to hit. Like, I, I thought I wanted to be a hitter. But it's so much harder hitting, man. Like, pitching is, it's not easy. But it's easier for sure. But even being a pitcher, like you can't tell the mechanics from another pitcher and be able to anticipate that. No, it's not no, that easy. It's not that easy, not at all. Especially like when you when I like for me now, I haven't hit in a long long time. So, like getting up there is foreign. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> when I was younger, I could kind of pick it up and you know do some damage in in uh, interleague. But now it's, it's it's been way too long. That's crazy, yeah. All right, so so high school, you taking off. Mm-hmm. How do you handle the the successes you start taking off, and how do you start choosing the sport you want to play? Because you're playing multiple sports at this point. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm playing, playing, still playing all three sports: uh, football, basketball, baseball. And I mean, the success was the success. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't anything extra. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like um, I went to a high school where it was a lot of good athletes, a lot of guys going D1, a lot of guys playing pro baseball and things like that. So it was just a normal thing. You know what I mean? It was. I don't even remember Vallejo being like that. It was really like that. Yeah, man, it's like that. If you just look back and go back and like look at the athletes that we've had out of that small ass town, yeah, because Vallejo ain't that big. It's impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. Vallejo ain't big at all. I mean, look at C.J. Anderson, the running back from the Rams. He's from from the Crest. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah. So like, you would be surprised. Like, I mean, the the amount of big leaguers, the amount of NBA players, the amount of just talent from that city, man. It's crazy. What was rappers? It? Like what we got two base, pretty much Hall of Fame rappers. We definitely got forty. Who's the other one? Mac Dre. Oh yeah, Mac Dre. Come, Come on, man. My bad. 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 I ain't been home in a long. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, it's basically two Hall of Fame rappers from one little ass town. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy. Yeah. Yo. It's a it's a different place, yo. It is. Like it's a hard picture to paint for a lot of people. Yeah, the bay? Or are you saying Vallejo? Vallejo. Yeah, like, oh Vallejo. Because the bay's different in general, but Vallejo's a little cause y'all it's right. The last city in the bay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 different. And then it's you're different. right by Napa, like yeah. what are you like? Right by minutes? Fairfield. Yeah. yeah. So, it's like, it's so like as when we were growing up, it was safe. You know what I'm saying? Like Vallejo is a very, very, very like safe place to me. And I think to everybody else in the bay. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it would be like equivalent to like Vacaville or Fairfield now. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you grew up in Oakland or Richmond, like Vallejo was like, it might as well be Sacramento. Yeah, you okay. know what I'm saying. Okay. So like for us, like, like Vacaville, Fairfield was like the boonies. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> so now it's just it's just reverse. It's crazy. Yeah, it's wild now. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> like my yo, crazy shit. Is my pops bought a house in Vallejo, probably around ninety. Two, three. So you was, was so you would be there a lot, or no? Nah, I was out here already. Oh, okay. I moved here. I moved out here in ninety two. Oh yeah, so that was that's right. I mean, I was 13, 14 years old. Yeah. 92, 93. Yeah, he, yeah. So he was out there, and then. Was, but you know, like for me, like I always say, like it's safe, but that's where I grew up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that's like it's to... home. Like it's not. I don't even. I don't know. I mean, it's it's. I, you have to ask somebody else, I guess. Because for me, <laughs> it's just like, you know, if I say the crest, people are like, oh, you grew up in the crest? I'm like, nah, like, that was my safe place. Like, I drove my bike up and down Gateway. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, 
It is what it, it is what it is. But athletes, y'all, especially when you start to become known, y'all live a little bit of a different. No. No, nah, not me. No, nah. not me. Um, I mean, well, no, not you mentally. I know you're different in that sense. Like, you're the most regular motherfucker. When it, I have to tell you sometimes, who, like, no, you can't go and do that. Like, chill. <laughs> like, so that part I, I'm saying, but I'm what I'm saying is, like, I mean, the hood protects you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you, for sure. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. They see you. They want you to. But it wasn't just me, though. It was a, it's a, it was a whole group of guys that I grew up with. You know yep. what I mean? Like, I grew up in a crew of guys um, that were all good athletes. Mm-hmm. All of us. Like, I mean... Two of us got drafted. A couple of us went D. Uh, a couple of them went D one uh, baseball. One went D one basketball. So like, we had some good athletes. So yeah, in that sense, yeah, we were all protected for sure. And then y'all had a lot of positive role models around. Like, um, I mean, yeah, the, our dads and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, my dad wasn't in my life at that time, but the 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 other dads around that were around were positive role models for sure. Um. As far as like other athletes and stuff, it was people getting in trouble. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was just, it wasn't like positive role models, but it was just examples of what not to do. So you, you know were what focused I mean? then? I was locked in. I was focused. I knew what I knew. I knew I needed to, to steer clear of trouble to get where I wanted to get, you know, on the sports side. At so in that, in, that, in that sense, yeah, I was focused. But so that was always in. in always. 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 So and, and, was- and, and like obviously growing up in the hood, like you, you, you have a sense of like, going to jail and shit and you know stuff like that so and i knew i wasn't a jail person right away you know what i mean so i wasn't doing anything illegal i knew i knew that from like a young age that i wasn't going to jail okay <laughs> 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 only somebody growing up in the hood would understand that you nah, know what I'm for saying? sure yeah nah, but sometimes you gotta ask that because a lot of the times some people get lucky and something happens and then they get put on that path yeah no no, no. i was on you that was path, just so locked I, yeah no i'm not i'm not a jail guy <laughs> <laughs> so um, drafted, you get drafted. You signed a letter of intent to Hawaii. Hawaii, yeah. play football, yeah. yeah when they were yeah. still the Warriors, yeah, yeah. When they were still cool, yeah. Rainbow Warriors, <laughs> but it, yeah, like, and then what happened? Uh, I got drafted. Just, um, so just, like, I never really picked baseball. It kind of just chose me. I was going to go play football in Hawaii. Yeah. Like, I, it was just the next thing up. You know what I'm saying? So signed a letter letter of intent, um, to play football. Um, and then that, so that was like November or whatever, January, um, February, my grandmother passed away, February 1st. Mm. Um, and, and I didn't, I wasn't even sure if I was going to play baseball or it was the middle of basketball season. I wasn't even sure if I was going to continue to play. Um, ended up, ended up pushing through that, playing, got drafted and just kind of went on from there. And then, um, when did y'all meet Amber? That was high Me school too, right? Yeah, she was so uh, she was a sophomore. I was in eleventh grade. Yeah, and just good from then. No, we we never we never dated in high school. We never we never um, we were always friends. Like we always we spent every Valentine's Day together, always through high school. Um, <laughs> we always talked on the phone. We always went on dates and things like that. But we never we never um, made it official like boyfriend and girlfriend until I was out of school. So I was out of high school when she was a senior. Uh, okay. So we were always really close and, you know, hung out in the same circle of friends and always around each other on the weekends, different things like that, and never made it official until I was out of school, though. And then in your crew, was you, like, obviously you knew this at a young age you was going, but were you the younger, middle, old? I was always I was always the youngest. Okay. Yeah, so my, my birthday's in, um, I'm on July, July birthday. Yeah. So 
Um, I graduated when I was 17. Um, my best friend, Dave, he graduated. We were still, he was 17. He was, a, he was an August birthday, too. So we were always the two youngest out of the crew, yep. for sure. So I didn't, when you got to the league, you was the youngest. When I got to the league, I was 20, yeah. Right, you was yeah. the youngest at the You time, know what right? was crazy is that I wasn't, and it pissed me off. It was this guy named Rafael Fercal. Oh. And he was, he was a Dominican guy. <laughs> but he ended up being three years older than me, like, so I, I didn't get my credit at the time, you know what I'm saying? That shit still bothers me, He falsified me, his documents. That shit still <laughs> pissed me off, dog. Like, I, I should have been the youngest in the league. I should have carried that title, you know what I'm saying? But, but I think you do. I think it's out there now. Yeah, now it is. No, yeah. yeah. But at the time, like, I wanted I my wanted recognition, now. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that was that's a crazy thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like you were saying when we started... What was it like being on your own? Because you didn't know how to do it. Like you said, everybody did stuff for you, right? Yeah, man. When I said, yeah, so like, you know, I was the kid. Like, I'm super spoiled. So when I grew up, you know, I grew up my grandmother in a house and all that stuff. So like, I would get up to go to school and take a shower. I would come back in my room. My bed would be made up. You know what I mean? Oh, like, clothes man. iron, like, breakfast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it was, it was real. Like, I was really spoiled. So when I got drafted, I got shipped to North Carolina and had no idea how to wash clothes or anything. So I was at Walmart once a week buying socks and drawers and undershirts and shit, like, <laughs> just throwing the shit out. Like, had no idea what, what to do with, with washing mat, like a washing So how'd you get around dryer. that? How, oh, I how, did that all the way for the first for the first year. <laughs> for the first season, I did that all the way till I got back home. And then my mom had to help me figure out how to, you know, wash clothes. <laughs> you mean you didn't have an assistant just taking care of all your shit? Not As a rookie? Then. Nah, 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 not uh, back then. No, uh, no. Because it's different from the NBA or the NFL. Yeah. You know, I'm going, I'm in Burlington, North Carolina. Like, ain't no assistant. My cousin Jomar was there with me. That was it. <laughs> and, so, and so you went all the way up to the A's? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. um, that first year, I went to double A. I made it from rookie ball all the way to double A. And then started back over and then went all the way to high A the next year. Started back in high A the next year. Played high A, double A. And then the next year, I was in the big leagues. Damn. So I was in the minor leagues two and a half years. Okay. Yeah. So you did it. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, the Indians organization, you know, credit to them. They were, they were awesome with me. I was young and, you know, um, but they helped me a lot, man, and just kind of pushing me through and, you know, making sure I was mature enough to handle different situations and things like that. And, um, yeah, I mean, it worked out. Scary? No. I, I wanted, I just wanted to get there. You okay. know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, it wasn't scary, the, the journey. It was, um. It was nerve-wracking, you know, it was a couple of times where I didn't think I was going to make it or, you know, I wanted to quit. You know, I mean, baseball is hard. It's, it's all failure. So you have to wrap your mind around, like, failing a lot. Explain that, though. What do you mean? Because to a lot of people, right, they look at baseball as, like, the easiest sport. It's not. And, I, and I try to explain to people, like, yo. You got to think about it. Guys that go to the Hall of Fame are, you know, three out of ten, three for ten. You know what I'm saying? That's the hitting 300. Mm. Like, so that means you're getting out seven times. Mm -hmm. And you're still great. And you're you great. You know what I mean? Like, you're great. So, like, you have to wrap your mind around, like, losing and yeah. failing. Like, yeah, but what do you mean? You're just standing in a field. Yeah, exactly. You don't, you don't do anything. You don't do nothing. You don't do shit. <laughs> it's like, what do you go like? It's the easiest yeah. shit ever. Nah, like, the ball crazy. hits right to you. Yeah. You just pick it up off the ground and you throw it. It, it, it. I mean, even just, you know, mentally, like, pitching, you know, throwing 120 pitches and, you know, you may throw 80 for strikes, yep. you know, and then another, you could have threw 85, but the umpire didn't call him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, it's just different, like, mental things that you have to, like, go through as an athlete that you don't have to go through in the other sports. I mean, it's a super psychological game. 1,000 percent. It's all mental. There's, like, it's standing in that batter's box, that, that look down that y'all do, like, that's a whole game. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's a huge game in that part that I think if you've never played the sport, yeah, you you'll can, never understand. Uh, yeah, I mean... 
Yeah, standing in the box and you know whoever's standing up there intimidating. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's it's a different it's a different gear. I mean, being able to stand in that box confidently. Yeah, is and that ball's. And, and you know what's crazy is like they have no idea what we're trying to do with the ball, where we're trying to throw the ball, if the ball's gonna be at their head. You know what I mean? Like they have this much time to like make a decision whether to swing or not, whether to you know what kind of swing, what pitch it is. Like it's. It's just hard. It's like six tenths of a second or something, right? Yeah. Is it average? Yeah, I don't like, know what it is, but yeah, it's, I think it's, it's crazy. something like that, where it's yeah. like you have like six tenths of a second in order to choose to if recognize you, yeah, the if pitch, you're swinging or not. Yeah. Like it's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. Like as so mentally, like how do you prepare for the games? For the you starts? pitching, yeah. You oh pitching. yeah, I mean it's it's all like it's all mental. I, I start, I start really thinking about the game like maybe two days out. Yep. And just start visualizing. It, for me, it's, it's all visual. You know, I don't watch, um, like, that much video or anything like that. I like to watch baseball games. So, like, if I'm playing the A's in a week, I'll, you know, go home and cut their games off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, watch whoever, you know, whoever I'm, I'm playing coming up. You know, I like to watch them, see their uniform, and then it's just all visual. I've been playing for so long that I don't need to watch video on Mookie Betts or whoever hit. Like, I've, I've faced these guys enough that, like, it's just – it's just all in my head. But what about when you were younger? When I was younger, I was just go. I was a beast, guys. You just, yeah. <laughs> you was just, just like fuck it. I'm let's just go. Going, yeah. yeah. There Y'all is ain't no, fucking with me. There is no thought process behind this. Like I'm from Vallejo. I'm from the crash. <laughs> I'm better than you. Like, just is what it is. I'm about to show up and, and show you. And no matter who it was, that's no matter who it was, that's just how I did things when I was younger. Yeah. Who was there ever like the first batter you faced? Where he was like, oh shit, I gotta pitch against this motherfucker. No, no, I wasn't. Nah, or somebody you look forward to striking out? Like, he was like, I, I can't you wait You know who to... I wanted to strike out bad was uh, Mark McGuire, obviously, growing up in growing the Bay. Up, yeah, yeah. But Jose Canseco was uh, when I got him a couple times. Like, I was excited. Was like, and, then, and then I got him a couple times, and he hit a home run off me, and I was, like, excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you was happy? You know? I, was, I was just excited to see him hit a homer, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he was one of my favorite players, and, like, we were winning the game. I think it was 6 nothing at the time. And I threw him a fastball, he hit it out, and I was like, oh, that's dope. Yeah, you know what's crazy <laughs> is, is, is how long you been playing again? 18? Not 18. This will be my 19th, 19th coming year, up. Right? You still look like a little kid when you talk about it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, uh, I, I still love to play. It's still, like, the, it's the only reason I'm playing. Like, my body's banged up. My, You know, I've been playing for a long time. I got four kids, you know, a 15, 13, 10- and 8-year-old. You know, I got shit going on at the house and different things like that in their life. And, you know, if I didn't love to play, I wouldn't still be doing this. You know what I mean? Traveling around the country and, you know, away from my family for so long. It's a Um, long season. It's a long season. But it's just the love of the game that I've been playing since I was four years old that um, just keeps me going. I mean, that season, I mean, talk about that part. Like, being away, that's that's a tough thing. Most people can't be away from their family. Nah, it's a a grind, man. It's it's a long, long season, man. And and if you have family, if you have kids, then the wife ends up being a single parent during that time Mm because, you know, we're home for five days, gone for 12. We're home for a week, gone for a week. You know what I mean? So it's uh, it's just one of those things where, you know, you have to have somebody that can hold it down for you and um, you just jump back in that routine when the season's over. Man, because even when you're home, though. It's not like you're really home. Yeah, but, you know, the older I've gotten, like, when I was younger, man, it was hard. You know what I mean? And you, you stay up so late during the games, and um, you get home so late that you just kind of want to, you know, you, you tend to sleep. Like, the baseball schedule is pretty crazy. Like, where you, you wake up at, like, 11, eat breakfast, usually go to the park at, like, 2, stay there till midnight, come home, stay up till 3. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I had to break that cycle as I got older and having kids and, 
just wanting to see him when I'm home, taking him to school. So I get up, you know, when we're when we're home, um, on from homestands when we get get back off road trips, I take the kids to school. Mm. So I'm up in the morning, you know. I, that's the only chance I get really get to see him is yeah. you know taking them to school. After school, they're you know they have their own activities. I'm at the park, so I had to break that that kind of that baseball routine and just get back into like being a dad uh, during homestands for sure. I mean, it makes me more tired, you know. But like right after games, I'm I'm exhausted. But it's worth it to see them for sure. For sure, and yeah. you are, and you always there. Like, yeah, I try to be. I try to be. I mean, as yeah. much as you can. I always see you at the game. I always see pictures. I always see. Yeah, man, I love. I love just. I mean, my son's basketball player. My girls dance. My youngest one, you know, he plays chess. He does plays basketball and baseball too. Um, but I just love to be around them. I love to see them grow. I love to, you know, watch their minds expand, different things. So I just like to be there, you know, with them. Uh, I mean, I know you're looking forward. To be in there full time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's about that time. Yeah. I think everybody's ready for it. You know, everybody in my family for sure. So Cleveland, what was what was the good thing about Cleveland besides you know, I mean that city's it wasn't the greatest city back then. Nah, you it know, wasn't. It was but, a it, tough it, but it's a, it's a uh, it's a very family oriented place. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it was a perfect place for me to show up as a twenty year old. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like um, leading up to that in the minor leagues, you you go to Cleveland. Um, you know, for different times of workout and stuff. So I had a host family there and kind of knew, you know, my way around the town and stuff like that. So it was just a very homely place. Like, I always tell people I grew up there. You know what I mean? Like, landing there at 20 years old, having my first three kids there and, you know, leaving there when I was basically 28 years old, you know, I kind of, you know, matured into a man in, in, in Cleveland. So uh, it's like a second home for me. Yeah. And when did y'all when did y'all get married? It was out. You were in Cleveland then, right? Yeah, we yeah. got married um, in two thousand three. Yeah, we got married in two thousand three on an off day, just like at the courthouse. Um, we we did that, and then we the next off season we had a big wedding back mm. in the bay. Yeah, this is dope. And then so the family started in Cleveland. Family started in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. we had our first kid two thousand three, um, September two thousand three. Which was crazy. Like, that was the first, the year I made my very first All-Star game that year, 2003. Um, so, that's a that's a trippy story, too. Like, the very first, so that's my very first All-Star game. So, they called me in. That's what, you know, the all, the manager and the, the pitching coach. And um, I think it was, like, the, the GM called me in, tell me I made the All-Star team. And then I go out to call my dad. My dad's still living at the time. Go out to call my dad, and he tells me, he was like, hey, um, no, my mom calls me and was like, hey, they just told your daddy got three months to live. Wow. Like, it was crazy. Like, on that day, like, I'm Great going news. to call her to tell her I made the All-Star game, and then my mom calls me and tells me that. So, uh, yeah, it's just just always one of those things where, like, something good happens, something bad happens. You know what I mean? Like, I told you, my grandmother yep. passed away February. I get drafted in June. You know what yep. I mean? Like, it's just always been, like, that trade-off for me. And how does that work out for you psychologically? Like, is it okay? Uh, it's, it's, it could be a mind fuck. Cause if something good happens then I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, you know what I mean? Mm. Like I'm just waiting for something, always waiting for something bad to happen. If something good happens, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, as I've gotten older, I've, I've you know, tried to get away from that, but you know, it's just one of those things. I mean, life's a roller coaster, bro. It is. You know? It is. Yeah. Mine is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit gets thrown at us, too. And it's like, how do we deal with that, right? Yeah. And that's what we got to learn. So that's why I always ask about who the influences are on people around you. But it seems like you've always been kind of like, you had your head on straight. Try to. You know what I mean? I started drinking at an early age. That was the only thing. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I tried to be as focused as I could and, and serious as I could about 
you know, wanting a better situation for my family, wanting a better situation for myself, and trying to get out of a layout for sure. Yeah, I mean, I was always conscious of that. When when you say early drinking, how old were you? When I started drinking, yeah. I was fourteen. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, so you was already early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so it was just a normal thing. And it was, was a normal thing. So when you got drafted, everything just. I was already drinking. Yeah, I was already full on. Whatever. Like, whatever? Yeah. And you was drinking anything, or you had a specific drink? Anything. Especially at that age. Oh, when what? you're underage, yeah, yeah, yeah. you drink whatever. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? You drink whatever. <laughs> like, you don't get a drink until you can actually go and have a selection. Like, when you that when you underage, you just drink whatever is there, whatever is available. So just 40s and... Whatever. Everything. Yeah. Okay. And so, what was that like drinking with in the league? Like, was you out with the players, everybody else, and just kind of into that mode? And just yeah, I mean, it's just, that's just kind of like just part of the sports world, I guess. You yeah. know, going out after games, drinking, doing whatever, on the plane, on the bus, whatever. Um, in the minor league, same thing. Um, but, I mean, that's no excuse. You know what I mean? It is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, it's just that the culture of, the, of I guess, being so around. Just, just continuing it and just doing it. Yeah. Yeah, shoot. But, yeah, we'll get into that more, though. Sorry, so then Cleveland, you there for, what, eight years? Nine years? I was in Cleveland for seven and a half years. Yeah, I got traded to Milwaukee for a half a season, and I came here. All right, what was Milwaukee like? Milwaukee was dope, man. Milwaukee was such a great city. Like, um, just, like, another place where, like, just I love the people. Mm. The people were awesome. The fans were awesome. The little neighborhood I lived in was, like, a cul-de-sac. I lived in a... Um, in a cul-de-sac, and I lived like up in the in the corner, and people would always like drop cookies off at the house and different things, and <laughs> it was a, it was a really really cool place to play. And you got traded there, right? I got traded in the there, middle yeah. of season. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So what was that? How did you get that call? Uh, we were on a plane. <laughs> we were on a plane coming back from Minnesota, um, and and I ended up getting like a I don't know if I got a text message or something, um, and I was really close with the traveling secret- secretary at the time. And I get off the plane, and he's uh, he's crying. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? And he was like, oh, you got traded to Milwaukee. And then so I gave him a hug. Didn't I didn't, didn't want to see anybody else. I just kind of took off. Just I dipped. just Yeah, I just dipped okay. and then got home and saw Amber. She was pregnant with Sai at the time. Um, and we packed up, and, I, and they were like, hey, what do you want to do? I think it was like a Sunday. Um, they were like, you can just – the All-Star break was coming. They were like, uh. hey, you could just pack. You know, you don't have to show up till after the All-Star break. I was like, fuck that. I'm coming to tomorrow. Like, I packed up all my shit, left, pitched on Tuesday, and then pitched again on Sunday. So I got two starts before, and that one week, when they were like, you don't even have to show up until after the All-Star break, I was like, nah, fuck that, I'm coming. Like, Why was that? Why were you so bad? I, I, they didn't want me. Uh, the Indians didn't want me there, and, and, and Milwaukee okay. needed me there. You know what I'm saying? So mm. it was time for me to... So you, you know, saw this opportunity. Yeah, I'm gone. Like, this is the place that wants me here. Like, I, you know, like, I'm, I'm 27 years old. I'm in the middle of my career. Like, y'all motherfuckers don't want me? Okay, I'll show you. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah. Uh, so off season you get traded to the Yankees. I signed. I mean, the signed the Yankees. Sorry, agency, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's that like? That's that's the Yankees. Yeah. No, I mean it was oh. it was one of the. I mean, for me, growing up on the West Coast, I thought I was playing. In, I was gonna play on the West Coast. You know what I mean? It wasn't never my dream to play for the Yankees. It was always my dad's dream for me to play for the Yankees, but it wasn't never like you know like my dream to play in New York. It, you know, it was always scary to to try to come here. To be th- if you think about it, with the media and everything and all, you know playing in the pinstripes and all that stuff. Um, but, no, I mean, once, a, you know, that offseason, you know, getting to talking to some of my friends and had a meeting with the Yankees, talking to Reggie Jackson, different people, uh, just felt like a natural place to be. And, and, like I said, going back, just thinking, you know, my dad always said that I end up playing here. And I would always mm. be like, no, nah, I'm staying in Cleveland, no way. I'll play for the Dodgers, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, watch. 
when you become a free agent, Steinbrenner's going to come get you, or you're going to end up winning the World Series there. It's crazy. Wow. Happened that when, year. When did he say that? Same year? He would no. always tell me that. We oh. would always have arguments about that. Always. Wow. Um, and, and I was, like, so adamant of, like, not pitching for the Yankees. You know what I mean? And, and it just, like, I signed, and then the very next year we won the World Series, brand new stadium. Wow. Yeah, it so, was crazy. So you get here. Like, how much time did you spend in New York before that? Just playing, right? Never had spent more than four days here. So Never spent like? more than four. I mean, it was good. I mean, show up at spring training, and, you know, Jeet was perfect, and, you know, A-Rod was cool, um, Posada, um, Mo. The biggest person for me was Andy Pettit, though. Oh, right? Um, him being a lefty, pitching here for so long, and just him, you know, opening up to me, coming here and being the ace or whatever, um, it was just a great experience. And he's like my big brother to this day. But, you know, showing up first day of spring training, just having him in my corner was huge. Yeah. It was huge. I mean, it's crazy walking out of that field with all those names you just mentioned. That's yeah. only part of the team. Like, no, I mean, it's it's, I mean, you got <laughs> Hall of Famers. You know what I'm saying? saying? Like, it's, it's, uh, it's real guys. Like, I mean, I didn't even really get that until, until we were – the very first opening day, the very first game we played, we pit, I pitched in Baltimore. We played in Baltimore, and I got my uniform on. I'm just sitting in my locker or whatever, and I, walk, I see Jeet walk by. He's got his uniform on. Mo walk by. He's got his uniform on. You know, Sato, like, and we didn't have the pinstripes on at that time, and I, like, got the mm. chills. I was like, oh, this is, this is real. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, it's, been a, it's been a great experience. I mean, it's a crazy organization, bro. The history, everything else. Was it a lot of pressure, too, or? Eh, I don't know. I mean, it's you all never seem like you feel pressure. Yeah, ever. no. It's, I right. mean, the, 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 nobody can put more pressure on me than I put on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's just that's just the way I've always been. So, any kind of like outside pressure, there there is none because I, the the pressure is all coming from within here. You know, so I don't I can't really worry about any other pressure. You know, what I mean, I, I mean, it's too hard to deal with mine. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, um, that's always been that's always been like a gift and a curse for me. Well, I mean, you need that as a pitcher, though. Yeah. It's only you. I and think it's an athlete, period. Yeah. I mean, but pitching is fucking insane, dude. Like, yeah, to but, me, I, but I, th- I just think, like, mm. like less, le- less and less athletes play with urgency. You know, mm. urgency to win a championship, urgency to play well, urgency not to be, you know what I mean? Like, less and less guys play with urgency, and, you know, more and more guys play for the brand. So it's their brand. It for granted, right? Yeah. And just, and just trying to I be famous, to be, yep. you know? They want to be the rapper. Yeah. More guys want to be famous than they want to be actually great champions. Mm. All right. So so when y'all won that year, right? We mm. won in 09. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So what was that? Like, that was insane, man. It was uh, crazy. Like, it was just just a fun year. Like, that that was Empire State of Mind came out that year, I think, halfway through. And that was just like our song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just kind of like, you know, we adapted that as our song for the season and you know, it was just a magical, special year. It was a special year. And so that, the city, everything else, everything's going good here? Yeah, yeah. Everything, everything's been, been money here from day one. It's, ne- it hasn't never been. fell into the pitfalls in New York? No, no, man. I mean, I think I was older. I was already older. Um, kids living in, you know, out of the way, not in the city. Yep. Um, makes it a lot easier. It's harder when you come here as a, as a younger guy, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it can get crazy. Yeah. Like, New York can, it's so many things that can happen, so many influences, so many good things, bad things, distractions. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like, it could be a lot, you know, especially for a young player. That's why it's hard, man. I watch all these guys get drafted into the NBA here and different things, man. It's, it's a rough city to play in. Does the organization help, though? Because I feel like the way they I mean, to a certain extent. I mean, nobody can. I mean, we're grown, though. You know, so people can't hold your hand walking away from the stadium. You know what I mean? True. So, 
You're on your own. But I feel like some of the rules, right? Like the way they make you not just cut your hair and shit like that. But I feel like some of the things that they put in, people respect it a different way. Like, I don't know if all organizations have that. No, I mean, it, it's just a rule, you know, about shaving. But it, I mean, when But not you just shaving. Don't you guys got to dress certain? Nah, dress doesn't matter. Mm-mm. Hair? No, that's no dress code. Mm. Hair? I don't, think, I don't think there's a I hair, the hair code. I thought, who is the. Uh, Maybe it's like past the ears or something like uh, that. Well, you're not like, going to have that. You're not going to Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I never had to worry about that. Like, <laughs> I never worried about, never worried about the hair, it's a hair situation. That's nuts, man. So then, then you guys aren't winning. How's shit going? Um, like, cause you know, you guys saw that, you know, there's drama, there's all yeah, kinds nah, of Yeah, nah, I mean, it's just, just baseball. It's just baseball, you don't yeah. even trip off and, nothing. And then, you know, we, we had a couple years where we probably should have won again, and then, uh, you know, it kind of got stale there in the middle, and then now we're back, you know? But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just the baseball season. It's always more, seems like it's more drama here when we're not winning mm-hmm. than anywhere else because it's New York. Yeah. But it's, it's normal it's stuff. Just we haven't had anything, like, you know, crazy or anything since I've been here. And then um, when when did you stop drinking again? And all fifteen. Fifteen. Like, yeah. And then, so you you took a personal step back, mm-hmm. big one. Yeah. Right at a at a major time. Yeah. And a lot uh, of people going into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, two thousand fifteen. I took a, took a, a month to go into rehab for sure. And what made you decide to do that? What it was, was just time, man. I think you know everybody has a different you know uh, what do they call it. Everybody has a different bottom, you know. And uh, I was just at mine. For sure, and it was just time to go. But from the outside, the bottom, we're not looking at the bottom, right? So what what really changed though? Where you had to make that decision was like, because again, you made this decision. Where a lot of people they don't make that own decision for themselves. Yeah, I think it was. I think it you was. Know? I think it was a combination of, you know, being able to still make the decision on my own, um, and just being tired of of drinking. You know, I was just tired of being waking up hungover and trying to hide it from people and. Um, you know, just not feeling like myself, yeah. you know, in the days that, you know, it was fun to drink, obviously, like, that was always the fun part. Yeah. It was the next couple of days after when, you know, you, you don't know who who you cussed out or, you know, what happened yeah. or, you know, just different shit like that. So that was always, like, the 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 anxiety came yeah. from that, you know? Yeah, which is crazy. But I gotta, we got to commend you on that because it's a big thing, right? Like, a lot of people won't have the the um, the strength to kind of do that, especially yeah. at the time. Like, they just can put the pressure on themselves and put everything else ahead of them. Yeah, I just, I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to have it be too late, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, maybe it was too early, you know, but it, it was perfect time for me, you know what I mean? And, and I just didn't want to have it, you know, where, you know, it was a court-ordered thing or something happened and I got to go. Like, I wanted to make that step on my own and I was able to do that. I mean, you set a great example for it, and I'm sure, like, now we talk about you as the young dude, now you're kind of the young, the, the young OG. Yeah, for sure. Right? I mean, it ain't nothing I ain't been through in this game, on and off the field, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just, uh, obviously, it was a great step for me to take, and, you know, it was scary at the time, but it ended up being the best decision I could I could ever made for me and my family. Um, but now, even just having that, that wisdom to talk about it, yeah. and if I see somebody going through something like that, I can pull them aside or say something, and... Um, yeah, I mean, it was just just a great experience all around, for sure. Yeah, I mean, but that's good, because you see a lot of it, people have been through it, but that's what I'm saying, now you're the OG. People trust you, they look at you, they see your whole life, and they look up to you that way. That's great to be on the team and be that guy. Yeah, you know no, what I'm saying? Sure. And to have that example. And, again, we're supposed to always kind of mentor people that way, especially the younger dudes when they're coming up, but a lot of us don't do that. Yeah, I mean, it's just it just is what it is. I mean, 
some people people go through a lot. You know what I mean? Like some people ain't ready to mentor at at, at a time when other people are looking to them. You know what I mean? So it's just you know you got to people have to be strong enough to handle whatever they can handle yeah. on their own and to be, before they can help somebody else. You know? Yeah. What are you looking forward to this year? Baseball wise? Yeah. Just getting back, um, just getting back with the guys, hanging out. Like that's always the funnest part. Talking shit in the locker room. I mean, we gonna win a lot of games. We got a good team. You know, all that stuff's gonna be fun. But just hanging out and like, you know, taking it all in, being with the guys. And then what you looking forward to after the season? Being done. I'm, I'm, I'm just being done. Like just here's all my baseball shit. I don't ever want to see it again. Y'all could have it. I'm over it. Like I'm done. I'm ready to be done. Like I'm. Like for me, I'm such a um, competitor, mm-hmm. like that. Like it just takes so much out of me, man. Like I've been doing this shit for tw- 19 years, 20. Well, professionally, but professionally, then you know. That. But but yeah, and 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 you gotta think. Like I've always been the pitcher. Like I've all like if there was a big game to play when I was 12 years old, guess who's pitching that game? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like if when we 13, 14, shit, nine. You know what I mean? Like guess who's pitching that game? You know what I mean? Like I'm just ready for that to be over with. But I could have broke a lot of people. How do you stay strong in that? Like, how do you accept that challenge all just, the time? It's just who I am. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, I, you know, like, I used to always, when I was younger, I used to always be like, fuck, man, why I got to pitch it? You know what mm. I mean? Like, why has it got to be on me? But then I started thinking, like, who else is going to be on? Mm. Fuck that. It is on you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. who else is, who else, who else, like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's just, it's just in me. Like, it's just who I am, I guess. Right. You gonna continue that outside? I gotta see you gotta do. That. So what's the business gonna be? Oh, it ain't gonna be nothing passionate. <laughs> that, that passionate. <laughs> I won't be doing. I won't be doing anything. Where, I'm building this. <laughs> nah, I won't be doing that. Nah, nah, I won't be doing that type of shit. I, it, it's gonna be relaxing, fun stuff. Okay, for sure. Looking forward to just kicking it, raising the kids, being yeah, at all day games. Traveling. You gonna be the dad in the stands yelling at everybody? Oh yeah, I'm already. I'm already that guy. I'm already that guy. I'm at the stands. I'm yelling at the referees. I was at the referees today at the game. <laughs> <laughs> and what do they do to you? They fuck with you? Some of them do. Some of them. Some of them yell back. Some of them say some shit. I had one guy uh, at a. I was at a. I was at a junior high game two years ago. He went off on me. He was like, "You suck and blah blah blah." blah, blah. I'm like, "Bro, you referring the fucking junior high game? Like, <laughs> you you telling me I suck?" He went personal. Like, he got personal. Like. He started trying to go at me like Yankee shit and shit. I'm like, come on, dog. Like, stop it. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's, 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 it's fun. That's good, yo. Um, shit, man. What else we got to talk about, yo? It's like, it's a lot, bro. You had a, you had a crazy life. Yeah, it's been, it's, been, it's been crazy. It's been fun, though, man. It's, uh, it's been a full life already. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm only 38 years old, but it's been, it's been full, full of everything. Is, is there one thing that sticks out to you? For my life, yeah, um, it doesn't have to be sports. You know what? You know what sticks out to me from like and people like you, like when we were talking earlier, and I was like, I had a great childhood. I had a great childhood. Like, it was in some rough spots and like some crazy shit happened and a lot of things like that. But I had fun. Like, I wouldn't trade my childhood for anything. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to trade with anybody. I wouldn't want more money. I wouldn't want anything back. If I could have it all back, I would just want my family back together again, like it was when I was eight years old. You know what I mean? Like. My grandmother, my grandfather, all my cousins, nobody fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just give me a Christmas when I was eight. And, like, that was the greatest shit for me. And that's what you give to your kids now. Try to. Yeah. Try to. Yeah. And I see it. Nah, yeah. For sure. It's, yeah. it's the good. So, all right, last thing. Advice you would give to yourself 
at, at the younger age, man. Like, oh man, it's so same. much. Um, I think the biggest thing would just would just be to be patient. Mm. Um, just in life, like I wanted everything so quick. I wanted to be, I wanted to be the ace. I wanted to be the dad. I wanted to be the man. You know what I mean? Like I wanted mm. it all so fast that like I stumbled a, a couple times on the way. That I just wish I would have just been patient and just let it come and like enjoyed it. I, I feel like you're that now though. Now I am. You yeah. know what I mean? Now I can sit back and enjoy the process, relax. And but when I was younger, I was just so like, I'm a football player. You know what I mean? So I was just so like. Just ah, I want everything, you know what I mean, and and it just didn't come like that. You still think of yourself as a football player? Like yeah, you oh say yeah. it, you oh say yeah. it. That. I am. I, I mean, I, that's that's just in in competition. Yeah, for sure. Yes, I'll try to kill you to win in anything. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what it is. We could be playing Monopoly, and I'm gonna try to do some <laughs> shit to beat you. Gonna you. tackle somebody in Monopoly. I'm gonna fucking jump up. <laughs> hey, I ain't okay. I ain't playing Monopoly. You too big. Don't fucking tackle me, bro. It's just competition. Period. That's wild, bro. All right, man. Well, shit, we're going to get out of here, man. We're going to keep this nice and short. Nice. Um, anything else you want to leave with? No, that's it. Yeah, man. Well, thank you for joining me here, man. Of course, Sharing man. your story, bro. That seemed like it was short. How long was yeah, it? Yeah, 45 minutes. Oh, really? Quick. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, time moves, man. Yeah. Especially when we talk about ourselves. Right? And especially <laughs> when it's not like, it's not those things nah, we got to think about. Organic. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. not when you got to think about an interview and you're like, I got to think about this question, how I'm going to answer, what the next thing is going to be. It's just a conversation. <laughs> I like podcasts too because it's not an interview, yeah. just talking. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going over. Uh, going through shit. And so that's what cool. this is supposed to be, bro. This is supposed to be just friends talking because we should be doing that. Yeah. Like, you know, if we ever did feel down, we should be able to talk to our friends and just be like, yo, I need a little help or I feel this way or whatever it may be. And sometimes we just hear other people's stories and life and get a better feeling for who they are. You know what's crazy is that, like, I've always been conscious of, like, trying to talk through shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when I was younger, like, I would always try to, like, get an older, like, one of my older friends' opinions or, like, I had an older, like I had one of my best friends had an older brother, and I would always hang around him and just, like, he was two years older than us, but I was always, like, just trying to, like, figure my shit out through through that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know, it's a weird thing. Like, I don't know. I was, I'm, I've always been comfortable talking about my problems, whether it's drinking, yeah. anxiety, every, you know, anything. Like, I don't have a problem just coming out and saying it. And, like, Sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's good, but like I, I feel like it's healthy for me, like to be able to just blurt shit out, you yeah, know. Yeah, for sure, it's definitely good because otherwise we internalize and that manifests into something else, yeah. some other kind of pain, some other kind of distraction. For and, sure, and you need focus, right? And you're probably on the mound talking yourself out of shit, mm -hmm. right? And I'm sure you got anxiety looking at them fucking lights sometimes. <laughs> you know what? I, I never get like baseball. Don't that don't do it to me, man. So what do you get anxiety about? My kids. Oh. Um, Grown, you know, not even like if they're safe, because I feel like they're safe, but just like where they're gonna be and like are they respectful or like you know if they're going on this trip, like how the adults gonna see them, like you know what I mean? Like I'm always like worried about you know their little lives and th different things like that. I'll stay up all night and give me anxiety, like worried about like if little C's gonna have a good baseball season in high school. It's his first high school year, and I'm nervous for him. You know what I'm saying? And like. You know, is his grades going to be okay? Like, will he be able to, you know, get a scholarship? Like, just different shit like that, like, that worries me. <laughs> you don't have you don't have a nanny to worry about that for you? No, nah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, nah, man. No, nah, we hands on, You man. worry about that. My mom and Amber and, you know, really our whole family is just kind of, you know, helping us raise the kids. But, 
Yeah, it's just just stuff like that, like home stuff. Yeah, that's part of important, man. It's good, it's good e- to have ba- a little anxiety about that. Baseball is easy, man. <laughs> that's the easy part. I mean, yeah, but you worry about your kids because you know you want them give them the best you can, and you want them to do the best they can. Yeah, so, you know. So I just want them to be the best they can all the time, in school, out of school, around people. You know, just being respectful and stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, they at that time as teenage. And, yeah. then, and then they coming up, so yeah, you got it's gonna happen fast though. Yeah, I know, I know. That shit, you know, you turn around, all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, that go. I know my fifteen year old man, he's so mature, man. He's so like got his shit together, but then he doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, you know, so yeah. It's but just, you're looking, you're there. looking from a way different lens. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy is that I saw I saw a meme on Instagram the other day where it said, um, "Parents are real love because they talk shit behind your back." What they say? No, they they praise you behind your back and talk shit to you in your face, like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's real love. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna talk great about you out there, but when you're in front, when of, you're me, front of me, I'm gonna see I'm every gonna little you. thing, every little thing, every little thing. You know? <laughs> like my wife always tells me that. Like, I'm not worried about all the stuff he does great. Yeah, I'm worried about the stuff he's slacking on, yep. so that they can work on that part. If you don't work on that part, you start a divide. Yeah, and then they fall one way or the other. If they're balanced, if they're balanced, then they everything's good. They can figure it all out because yeah. you're gonna have both. Oh yeah, and you're gonna have problems. You know what I mean? Like shit's gonna come up. You know, so it's good to have them be prepared. Uh, I don't. Yeah. So, so football player, I don't want to see you reprimanding the kids doing that. <laughs> 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 Even though it's probably it's probably Amber. <laughs> they probably more scared of Amber than you. Oh no no no! I'm the disciplinary for sure. Yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. It w- within our dynamic for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would have guessed the other way. <laughs> I guess you would have been on the couch like, yeah. Nah, I just, I, that's why I play with them so much and stuff too, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I'm, yeah. But if if there's a yeah something to be talked about or something happens, it's definitely with that. But what about when you're not there? Which is a lot. On the phone. Oh, yeah. still on the and, phone. And, and you know what's crazy is that when I'm not there, they get away with a lot of shit. Just bottom line. Like, I'm about to leave for six weeks spring training, they're going to get away with a lot of shit. Like, more shit than they would if I was home, you know? So, But what is getting away with more shit, you know? Like, come on, they staying up later, they playing video, they playing Fortnite. Oh, yeah. They- well, I mean, we have a rule, like, <laughs> it's six of us, and my, when my mom's there, seven of us, like, we like to sit down together as a family and, for you know, at, at, for dinner, for breakfast, whatever, mm-hmm. and there's no, like, electronics and shit, you know what I mean? That's great. So if I'm not there, then they'll have iPads at the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just little shit like that, like, that Amber can't, like, she'll go crazy trying to check them on that all the time. You know what I'm saying? So just little stuff like that that they'll get away with that, you know, they want when I'm home. Yeah, we got to throw them shits out the window. <laughs> I know, electronics, It's everybody man. blue face like this, yo. Yeah, yeah. You know the me wee pendulums? So, like, that's why we're in the we. I mean, the me right the now. The me, yeah. yeah. Everybody's looking me. Got this dumbass president. Look what I want. I want this wall. I want that. Can't even explain why. Yeah. Social media. Look at me and my selfie. Take my pictures of me. Look at my followers. Me, me, me. Yeah. That shit is. It's rough. It's 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 just a lot. It's just a lot. Like even without social media, like my eight year old can fucking watch SpongeBob anywhere. Anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like for us, like we had to like. Like, you waiting for that cartoon to come on. You know what Saturday. I'm saying? Like it's just well, for like us, the, it was Saturday morning. I had to wait yeah, till Saturday, like Saturday morning to see a cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> like, or, or 3.30 DuckTales, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Rescue <laughs> Rangers and shit. Yeah. Like, these, they can watch whatever the fuck they want to watch at, at any, any time. time. At any time. I mean, anywhere. Like, it, that's rough, man. It's, it's just different for them. It, it, it changes perspective on a lot. 
Yeah. Right? And then that bleeds into other regular day life. What do you mean I can't have this right now? What do you right mean now? I can't do this right now? Right now. What do you mean I can't go to the bathroom? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, like you sitting in school, you expect me to ask the teacher to go to the bathroom? Like, no, I'm fucked up. I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, yeah. It's, it's a different It's, a, it's different a different mentality. time. Yeah. yeah. But we got to also think about that shit because that's what they grew up in. Mm-hmm. And then we look like the dinosaurs. Yeah. You know? I tried it with my son. My younger son didn't get a phone until he was high school. Oh, really? Yeah. We've been doing t- 12. No, we've been doing 10. Because my, my daughter's got just got her phone. We've been doing 10. Uh, yeah. And then they, they with that. Yeah, but then you know what's crazy is that, like, you know, I drop her off at dance or something like that. She has to have a phone. Like, like if I'm, like, what if something gets canceled or something happens and then she needs to call me back to come pick her up? You know what I mean? Like, but think at about a certain that. point, like, they need to have... No, I mean I know we didn't. We have didn't. It. Yeah, but it's just it's just the time now. Like you know, society's what I mean? changed, yeah. right? So it's like if you're not always tracking your kid, you're not a good parent. Whereas with us, it was like be back at this time at dark. You'd be gone. Yeah, <laughs> summertime. Like when I was my my youngest son's son's age, like I would drive my bike, ride my bike all through the Vallejo. Yeah. Like I'd be gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like not even. Like, if, if they call me to come home, it would take me two hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how far I'd be gone. Like, I'm so I'm going, eight, I had to take the bus back. Old. Yeah, like, put my, put my bike on the front of the bus. <laughs> I used to be gone, man. I couldn't imagine, like, telling Carter just to be, like, be back when the streetlights come on. Fuck that. I'm right behind him everywhere. But it's, it's so weird, though, to me, though. Yeah, it is. It's different, man. It's a different like, time. Why can't we let go? I can't. It's a different time. It's... Because we were scared now anything could happen. Yeah. Because I have access to anything, and now anything could happen. And it, it, Access to anything and, and anyone. Like, anybody could, you know, get a, you could, you can find anybody now. You know what I mean? You have access to pretty much anybody, which is crazy, too. Which is scary. Yeah. This is, yeah, bro. It's, it's, it's just a different time. It's fun to raise kids, though. It's fun to raise kids. It's the best kids. and hardest thing we ever do in our lives. Man. Yeah. You know? It's, it's different than... Pitching the games different than recording music is different than all of that because yeah. all of that is either emotional or very disciplined or very um, motor skill based and talent. Right? Parenting is going to test every everything. <laughs> yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit of luck and shit. Everything you know what I mean? Like hope. Yeah. You know, it's like a lot of psychology. You know, because we never know what they're going to be, and the and the thing is, it could fuck us up because we're trying to control that. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're in a position where you feel like you control it all, right? You have everything you need that you can give them. That doesn't trying to control it, yeah. Trying to control it that way, right? Yeah. Uh, or, or you could be the complete opposite of that and then flourish. Mm-hmm. You never know, right? But we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, and that creates a whole bunch of anxiety. Yeah. You know? We could drive us crazy trying to control our kids' lives. What's crazy? Yeah. You can. Yeah. yeah. I try to say, though, we're like, you know, bowling, right? With the fucking guards. The bumpers. With the bumpers. Yes. Right? Yeah. So you're going to keep your kids out the gutter, try to get them throw strikes, mm-hmm. understand that the ball's going to come back, they're going to fail, but you can try again. Try again. Yeah. Right? And that's when you win. But eventually, them fucking bumpers are going to be down. They are. And you might hit the gutter on your own. <laughs> yeah. You know you got to get back up and get out that shit. Yeah. Right? But otherwise, we could stress ourselves the fuck out. Running down, slipping, falling, busting our head, trying to keep trying out the gutter. Trying to keep out the gutter. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So... It's it's a tough one. You gotta let go, bro. Let him sail. Fuck him. Appreciate. Yeah. yeah. No, you can't say fuck him. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> take care of it. <laughs> but you got it, bro. You gonna do it. It's, it's gonna it. be big. Love you, bro. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for the time. Yes, sir. You know we are gonna be back. 
And uh, once again, this is Mask Off, a podcast about life, mental health, and hip hop culture.